0: It again in the corner and now put to free as Robertson got it to Domi. he it to Harley, throw to it, and scores.
1: Joe Pavelski tips it home, second of the night. Carson Susie trying to fire it back in.
0: Harley will get it out into the skates of Pavelski. Domi of the wing for 10. Jack Grubin on the same, scores. Joe Pabelski with a hat-trick! It's a one goal game! ross pass. Domi in the zone.
1: Going up Pabelski scores! Fourth of the night, we're tied in Dallas!
2: All of that from Joe Pavelski in his return to the Stars lineup. And it wasn't enough for the Dallas Stars. The Seattle Kraken will not be an easy out as they take game one in Dallas last night to spoil one of the great performances from a great player in Joe Pavelski. That was just one of two series in round two of the NHL playoffs that got underway last night. Included a big win by the Florida Panthers to take home ice advantage away for the Toronto Maple Leafs with a 4 2 victory. Matthew Kachuk and Sam Bennett with their fingerprints all over another Panthers win. And we look ahead to today with another two games on this schedule on Wednesday as the second round of the NHL playoffs now. Very much underway. So is this show today? It's a sports night today. It's going to be Gordon along with you. From the Doug Lacey's Basement Systems Downtown Studios in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. We've got Taylor and Cam, an outstanding production duo, along with us today. And lots to get to on the program. We will obviously look ahead to tonight's Game 1 matchups between the Devils and the Hurricanes. We've got the Oilers and the Golden Knights from Vegas a little bit later on today. We'll check in on the Calgary Stampeders, who had a uh, very successful CFL draft last night in the 2023 Uh, CFL draft got underway. The Stampeders with a number of picks, including the fourth overall selection. So we'll look back at that as well. But uh, no better place to kick off the program than with our favorite guest. He uh, joins us every single day to kick off the program. His name is Peter Labardius. He's the color voice of the Flames here on Sportsnet 960. He's brought to you by the Gemini Group Home Renovations. They know your home renovation should be a reflection of who you are. Give your home the Gemini difference. Now offering air miles, reward miles. Visit them at the Gemini Group. Good afternoon, Lou. How are you, sir? Doing
0: great. Doing great, my
2: friend. Good to hear, my man. Uh, How about that performance last night from Uh, Joe Pavelski?
0: Well, it's been going on for a long time. (laughs) It certainly has, hasn't it? uh, No, it has. And and I, you get to the point, you know, even at 38 years old and coming off an injury and you just, You cannot ever – now, it's never perfect, right? You know, we saw a situation recently where even the great Bergeron and and the great Marchand um, on a great team, it didn't quite work out. So it doesn't always work out to the degree that you want it to. But when you have a reputation as a winner, as someone who performs in – such a great way when it matters the most it was always why i had such a difficult time when san jose made the decision with this guy that they did Mm -hmm. to me they took the heart and soul out of their organization and yes you know even if we fast forward to now you can say well eric carlson had a hundred points and he did and he had, you know, one of the best offensive years as a defenseman that we've seen in, in decades. But the heartbeat of your team is the heartbeat of your team. People who can do it for long lengths of time when it matters the most is just, as you know, Logan, more than anybody, what I cherish. Because I, I, there's just it's so hard to do when there's so much on the line. But it's what he does. And and yes, crazy that we're talking about a four-goal night and a 5-4 overtime loss. But that's, you know, if people wonder on this show sometimes that listen on a regular basis, or even if they're just listening to today, why I have such great value for people who do what they do in the most important situations, that to me is just, And maybe it matters too much, but I just value it. And the other thing about Joe Pavelski, Logan, that maybe I haven't put it this way for a while, is let's not forget one thing. Joe Pavelski was a seventh-round draft pick Mm -hmm. in that great draft of 2003. And I remember vividly a chat with Peter DeBoer you know, who's again, his coach saying the greatest thing about Joe Pavelski is he's a first line star player with a fourth line mentality and work ethic. And I just can't, you know, I can't put it any better. And, and I truly believe for Joe Pavelski types, it just shows you the importance of the drive and the work in his craft And really, in many ways, that chip that you carry around, because for a long time on your way up, now nobody's been telling him for a long time that he's not capable. Well, if you are, then, you know, you you better start talking to different people. Um, But I do. I think it just, again, it just shows you what the work and the belief and the people around him, and and I saw it. I saw it, and, I, and I've seen it for years. I'll never forget, Logan. It was a Friday morning. I was in San Jose. We'd just gotten in, like, really, really late from a game in Chicago with the Flames. And I loved to go on off days to watch the other team that the Flames might be playing practice. And I sat in their practice facility that morning, in San Jose and I watched the likes of Pavelski and Burns and Thornton and Marlowe and, and that great group go about their business that day. And I just, I just saw joy and pleasure and work ethic um, that was special. And it, you know, as you can probably tell, I, I can feel it, I can see it right now as I'm trying to describe it to you. And that stayed with me. And and he was the ringleader of it. And I know the kind of respect. And so I always applaud him and what he continues to do.
2: I know we're talking about him in the context of a great performance last night, Lou, but even before what he did last night the way that he's been going for a while now i, I got to imagine when it's all said and done we're going to talk about joe pavelski as one of the best american born
0: hockey players of all time right well if we're not we should be we should be and and again is he the greatest achieving american born player of all time yeah you know we 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 talk about and for good reason chris chelios um, you talk about Mike Medano. I think Patrick Kane is at the top of the list.
2: Bill Housley. In that,
0: in that category yeah. for me and, and so many other great ones along the way from the United States. And trust me when I tell you that that list is just growing and going to continue to grow, whether I like it sometimes <laughs> or not. As an incredibly proud Canadian whose blood Um, boils at a different level when those two countries play one another and especially in that sport. But I'm not sure anybody has been as great as an American coming from where he came from originally as a seventh-round pick, Um, you know, a smallish player out of the University of Wisconsin. So... He might be the greatest achieving American-born, overachieving, in some ways, American-born player of all time. And certainly is amongst the greatest, in my opinion. Absolutely.
2: Uh, How did you feel about Pete DeBoer's comments that, uh, it's a shame we wasted Pavelski's four-goal effort and a loss to the crack. And do you feel the same way about that from the Stars' perspective? Well, it's
0: it's hard not to. It's hard not to see somebody who goes out and, you know, you're down two goals going into the third. And, you know, those are those are special nights because I describe them this way, is in a lot of different games and big games, there are guys who just play at a level where they're not going to allow you to lose. They're that good. They're that impactful. They have those kind of nights. And so that's where I think, pete DeBoer was coming from like how do we get that from somebody like him who has such an impact on our group and we just like we couldn't supply enough from the rest of our group to get over that would be my take on those comments
2: and uh, i guess if the stars perspective was that we wasted a performance the kraken uh side of it Lou would say that they you know were resilient and didn't go away in that same sense and give credit to this team that Dave Haxtell's built in two seasons because they certainly don't go away and they could care less who's on the other side or what kind of evening you're having defending Stanley Cup champions favored against Dallas whatever it is uh the Seattle team will not go down without a fight
0: I don't know if they just watch Ted Lasso all day from morning (laughs) till night um I don't know if there's giant signs in all their different rooms, including their hotel rooms that say, don't forget we're playing with house money or nobody believes in us. But, you know, Dave Haxtall, those players, um, Ron Francis, I don't think we should forget about mentioning him. One of the greats, somebody else who knows how to win. They... What they do and what they're a testament to, Logan, is they don't give up much. And even when they do, they're just pesky and they drive you crazy. Because I guarantee you there wasn't one guy in the Colorado Avalanche after that series that didn't look himself in the mirror and go, how the hell did we let that happen? Mm -hmm. And Dallas was kind of saying the same thing again. And you know that it's like a hundred point team. How did that happen it It shouldn't be Seattle Kraken. It should be the Seattle. How did that happen? <laughs> but it does yeah. because you know it, it's it's funny what we've seen it, it's it's really starting to become Vegas part two in year two rather than year one, isn't it? It sure
2: is. That's what, that's what I was thinking when I sent out that note to you about today and we were talking about, you know, expansion franchises and how we yeah. got there. It. it kind of feels that way, Lou.
0: It, well, I mean, it, it's, uh, I didn't quite see your note today, but it's, it's very apropos. And, yeah, it's as we are talking about them, that's how it might feel to me right at this very minute as it has at any time. You know, it didn't happen for them in year one. And frankly, I don't think we're ever going to see another year one like Vegas Mm. back in 2017, 2018. But, you know, I think it's also about the advantage of being an expansion team, the most recent ones in comparison to what previous um, installments or teams were able to select and the kind of rules they had. And so, you know, whether it's Ron Francis and the great ownership group or you know what has happened in Vegas and you know here we are Vegas again after one tough year, you know, with 500 plus man games of injuries where they really didn't have a chance. Well they're they're in the final 8 again. Yep. So you pick the right people, people who know how to win, put it together, you stay true to it. Now, you think there's a lot of free agents who aren't interested in going to Vegas? I think maybe that's changed a little bit because I wouldn't say I've loved exactly how they've operated at times the last few years. It's been kind of a thankless approach at times, which I think is not about George McPhee or Kelly McCrimmon. And I've known Kelly McCrimmon going back, you know, to the late '80s. But I do think it is a lot to do with Bill Foley, and the demands, and the the creation. And trying to back up that he was going to win this whole thing within five or six years, yeah. And in Seattle, you know, as great a job as the people I've talked about, there's also, you know, Eddie Olchuck's brother, Rick, who's a great person, an assistant GM, and and their scouting staff of several guys that I know and. You won't hear hear anybody that doesn't rave about that leadership group, you know, led by Todd Lewicki and what they've done. It really all starts there, Logan. It does. Yeah.
2: No, I'm with you. And you
0: uh... let good people underneath do their jobs and support them.
2: Yeah, it's led to uh, to a lot of success, and all of a sudden now Seattle up one nothing in this series against Dallas, and we'll see where it goes, but certainly won't be counting them out as an easy one uh, on the schedule anymore, that's for sure. Uh, the other game last night, Lou, uh, Florida Panthers walk into Toronto, pick up a 4-2 victory, Sam Bennett and Matthew Kachaka. Uh, I know it, it hurts people to hear that in Calgary, but what a, a duo those two former Flames have formed in Florida, and they're getting some great goaltending from Sergei Bobrovsky right now. It's uh, it's a tough out for Florida, and look, Toronto, going to have to uh, adjust in game two for sure.
0: Well, they're going to have to adjust. I-, I didn't think some of their best people were anywhere near their best. Um, again, the hype, uh, I know it a little better than most. I'm, you know, currently and spend the majority of my off-season in Mississauga, Ontario. So I know the hype, and, you know, I worked in the market for eight years and covered that team for four. Um, I know it pretty well. So it's at a level around here that, you know, and, and it, it's these are different times and different pressures, and um, they were a little off last night, I thought, and I don't want to take anything away from, listen, I won't tell you that Matthew Kachuk is one of my all-time favorite players that I've ever dealt with, because I'd be a complete and utter liar. And I don't do that. But I do know this, even about him. He orchestrated a situation this summer that was exactly what he wanted. And then he's gone out this year and he's delivered on where he's gone, what he wanted, how he's fit. I think he's in a very happy, satisfied place. And to be as honest as I can, I know that wasn't always the case here. I know it. So to his credit, he made it happen. And now he's making it happen. Logan, he's got more points now in one playoff year there than he had in every flame year in the playoffs combined.
2: Not by accident.
0: No, not by accident and not about mindset. No. He's in a better place for him and he created it and he's delivered on it and good for him. Um, As much as sometimes it might pain me a little and does. Um, but credit where credit is due, and I'll never not do that so and as for as far as Sam is concerned, isn't that what Sam usually does at this time of year?
2: yeah, so we got to play off Sam Ben as a nickname. you don't get that by accident,
0: no, you don't hundred percent so Sam rids himself of a lot of the things that plagued him in Calgary, but didn't plague him at that point in time. And it's his time and he knows it. And because he knows it and because it's not about, you know, what I think usually plagued him during the regular season in Calgary was, I don't think it ever sat well with him that he was, well, I know how many conversations was I, in not with him personally, but around him about how he was utilized in Calgary. And even coming out of his last excellent playoff with Calgary, which was the one in the bubble, it still was about his utilization. Well, that's never really been in question since he got to Florida, is it? No. Now, was that, his to own while he was in Calgary? Yes. Did he handle it always the right way? No. Was he in a Canadian market as a fourth overall pick where you are evaluated on every shift in every game? Yes. Does that happen in Florida when he's wading around in the beach most days? And that comes from him, not me. It's different. But you're right. It doesn't come by an accident when somebody who plays hard and skates and can drag people in and has always been a good player in those situations, it's not an accident. And it's not an accident, again, whether it was last night or in other games this spring.
2: Peter is along with us, uh, the color voice of the Calgary Flames here on Sportsnet 960. The fan joins us every single day to kick off the program. And Lou, we got two more Game 1s to look forward to tonight. Starts in Carolina with the Devils and the Hurricanes. How do you look at this series between these two? The Devils sort of, I I like to say they. they it felt like they found what made them successful in Round 1 against the New York Rangers. And for the Carolina Hurricanes, it's just kind of been more of the same. We we know what makes this team successful and how they roll out their lines and their deep parents. This is an interesting matchup to me.
0: Oh, it's an incredibly interesting matchup. And it was funny. I was talking to a coach yesterday uh, during the day after our head. And we were talking about, you know, this matchup and a bunch of the matchups that are either starting or, you know, now have started And uh, the coach triggered me into now referring to this series as the Usain Bolt series. I hope you're ready for pace, people, because this thing's going to be played at a pace that is going to be, you know, 100-meter Olympic-style hockey pace. And it's going to be a great deal of fun. Um, I have to admit, I did not see the Devils this spring being able to do what they did against the Rangers. But, you know, the Rangers' best people didn't play very well in that series. And that was a huge difference. And, you know, the young, the young core of, of New Jersey and who the heck thought that Akira Schmidt would be a goaltending star? Listen, the FBI couldn't find him before this year. Um, So, you know, that's that's the awesome thing about this time of year is, you know, there's always people that you never expect that have a big impact. And, you know, it said a lot about him to have the kind of game six that he did and come back and, you know, be a first rookie goalie to have a game seven shutout they're good, they're fast, they're talented, they're young, they're well coached. And, and one guy I want to give kudos to today, and I've known him forever. And it's Ryan McGill. Ryan McGill is a heck of a hockey coach. Um, I have great admiration for him. He did an amazing job with the defense for years in, in Vegas he is doing a marvelous job with that defensive core in New Jersey. And, and I don't think it can be undersold. I don't think it can be undervalued. And, and I know he wants to at some point, I I hope, I hope he gets a chance to be a head coach someday in the NHL. And, and Ryan's a really emotional guy. Um, He has great org. He, I just think he's become a fabulous, fabulous NHL coach. And he's the guy I'm happiest for about their success.
2: All right, I know we're running a little long, though, but I got to get your thoughts uh, also on game one tonight. Oilers and Golden Knights, a Pacific Division matchup in the uh, second round of the playoffs. Uh, how do you see this one working out for both? It should be a good series. I think this has a chance to, to be one of the tighter series that we talked about in round two.
0: Well, it, the interesting part for me is I, I, I still really appreciate um, Vegas' group of six on the back. Um, can Laurent brossois hold up? We got a battle of former Western Hockey League championship goalies between the pipes in this one. Can, can you check Edmonton's elite-level people? And... I think Vegas, I would say Edmonton's probably, in my mind, well, I'm just going to say they're going to win it in six because everything I said yesterday didn't work out. So <laughs> how about Edmonton in five? Sure. No, I, I think it's got six or seven written all over it. I think I think the Oilers probably win it as much as uh, that may not sit overly great either, but it is what it is.
2: Uh, Lou, you're the best pal. Always appreciate the time, sir. Have yourself a great day. We'll uh, do it again tomorrow. Hey,
0: eh? sounds good. Looking forward to it.
2: Take care, Peter Labardi is the color voice of the Calgary Flames here on Sportsnet 960. The fan joins us every single day to kick off the program. Just a couple more days left with Lou on the uh, calendar before uh, we send him away for summer holidays. So that means one more chance for you to get in on what does Lou say? I'll tell you about that in a second. But uh, Peter Labardi is brought to you by the Gemini Group home renovations. They know. Your home renovation should be a reflection of who you are. Give your home the Gemini difference. They're now offering air miles, reward miles, and you can visit them at thegeminigroup.ca. And yes, Friday coming up, your last chance. To get a question in for What Does Lou Say? Our final edition of the season, head to sportsnet.ca slash 960. Hit the contest tab. Hit What Does Lou Say? Ask Lou a question. There's only 10,000 of them going around right now about the Calgary Flames or the NHL playoffs or Heck, even the draft, if you want to get into some of that stuff, you can ask Lou one of those questions. If we pick your question on a Friday, you will win a gift card to visit our friends at Roos Chris Steakhouse. I want 200 bucks to go visit them and have a great night out at Roos Chris Steakhouse. We'll do what does Lou say for the final time this season coming up on Friday afternoon. We'll take a break, come back on the other side. Calgary Wranglers are to go for a three-game sweep of the Abbotsford Canucks. We'll preview game three coming up next here on SportsNet 960
0: The Fan. You're listening to Sportsnet today with Logan Gordon on the Home of the Flames. Sportsnet 960 The Fan.
3: DeSimone Simone to Phillips at the face-off circle. Snaps it in and he scores!
2: Hoping for more of that tonight when the Calgary Wranglers take on the Abbotsford Canucks in Game 3 of their second-round series. Abbotsford leads 2 nothing, or excuse me, Calgary leads 2 nothing over Abbotsford and can punch their ticket to the Pacific Division Finals with a win tonight against the Canucks. This is Sports Night Today. It's Logan Gordon along with you. She's Taylor. He's Cam. They're doing something here today as well. What that is, I never know. Some kind of work, I think. I just try to keep Our up.
3: jobs? Yeah, sure.
2: Working hard or hardly working? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Just like that rundown, eh, hey, Cam? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. 95% of the time it works. All the time. It's always ninety-five percent uh, correct one hundred percent of the time. Yeah, sure. That's a guarantee. Good enough. Uh, we will hear the
2: uh, Calgary Wranglers and Abbotsford Canucks on your radios tonight. Sandra Priscina en route. On route, on route. On route. On route. On her way. On her way. To Abbotsford to get you set for tonight's matchup. I believe we have a we have a pregame show, Cam.
1: Yeah, I think a we'll have pregame show. Well, half an hour, maybe an, an hour long. of coverage. Yeah, full fledged. I like it. Jumping two feet in, going all in on these Wranglers. As we should.
2: About to uh, sweep away the Abbotsford Canucks tonight. So why don't you tune in? Let's see what the boss man wrote down for tonight. I'll give us a better indication of what's actually happening. Uh a replay uh, Wrangler's pregame. Yeah, so yeah. Wrangler's pregame. Azam and GVP. Those, uh good young boys going to take you through get you ready for tonight's matchup.
1: Very knowledgeable hockey guys.
2: Yeah. Sure, why not. Should be a good one tonight and uh what a series it would be for the uh, Calgary Wranglers to uh, move on in three games. First-round bye for the team after having the best record in the regular season and, of course, winning the Pacific Division. They needed overtime in both games in Calgary. Good indicator of how close the series has been. They've been physical, emotional. Goaltending has been solid on both sides. But uh, Calgary with game winners from Peltier and Phillips. We'll hope for more of that tonight. Why don't you throw in a game score prediction tonight? And if you're listening live, the fan feedback line 960-960. Do the Calgary Wranglers get it done tonight against the Canucks if you think so? Give us a game score on there. Puck drop at 8 o'clock with the one and only Sandra Persina right here on Sportsnet 960. The fan, Uh, Garrett Vanderplug and Azam Nanji working you through uh, intermissions on the game tonight couple of players to watch for tonight, Dryden Hunt, acquired at the NHL's trade deadline from the Toronto Maple Leafs in exchange for redeemed Zahorna. He's got two goals in his last two playoff games, scored in goals each in his last four games, reading back to the regular season. He uh, spoke to uh, AHL uh, and Wranglers TV getting set for tonight's matchup, wanting to uh, continue his hot streak of late heading into game three against the Abbotsford Canucks.
4: All right, well you guys are coming off two overtime wins against this Abbotts for a team. Do you feel like you have more to give heading into game three?
1: Yeah, definitely, I think every game you want to build off. I mean,
2: I think Philly like said, those two overtime games have gone either way. So um, we definitely have more to give. We know
1: it's hard to play in that arena, so um, we'll be ready.
4: All right. Well, you're just coming off a of practice here at Windsport. Before you guys head off to Abbotsford, what today was the main focus? You guys were kind of working on ahead of that game.
2: No, we worked worked on some 4-check, um, some neutral regroup stuff. Uh, just not to say that we didn't do that well in the first two games. Just something that we gotta, you know, brush up on in between in between games. So we had some time wearing worked on a few things. And it looks like guys are
1: feeling good.
4: All right. Well, a goal for yourself in each of the first two playoff games and two before that as well. Are you happy with the way you've been playing?
1: Uh. Yeah, I think I am. Um, you know, five penalties in two games probably isn't uh, the key to success. So uh, I should hopefully, uh, you know, play, play a little bit more discipline. And, um, you know, it's nice the offense is coming. Um, like I said, we got two two big wins, but uh, a little bit more discipline. And, yeah, I'll be a
2: little more happy. Dryden Hunt has been a big part of this for the Wranglers of late. We're going to uh, keep his goal-scoring prowess going into this matchup tonight against the Wranglers. Against the Canucks, excuse me. I keep getting that uh, over my head there. You'll get it, don't worry. A couple other ones to watch for tonight. Phillips, obviously, back after missing most of game one with that match penalty. Big performance in game two. That uh, game winner, shouldn't be a surprise. uh, Only had 15 game-winning goals during the regular season to go along with 76 points in 66 games. You also got Nick Simone playing well for the team. He's got three assists in game two uh, on all of those goals, including the comeback goal. He leads the team in postseason scoring with four points in those two games. And uh, it's a familiar face, uh, familiar place for the Wranglers to head to tonight in Abbotsford. Uh, seventh trip to Abbotsford Center this season. They were 4-2 and two there uh, in the regular season during six visits. So not an unfamiliar spot for the Wranglers to be in. They're uh, looking forward to tonight's matchup again. 7.30 will take you to a little bit of Wranglers pregame. 8 o'clock, Sandra proceed on the call right here on Sportsnet 960. The fan... Uh, one more to uh, hear from today ahead of tonight's matchup. Assistant coach Don Knockbauer on uh, this matchup for his uh, Wranglers as they look to sweep away the Canucks. All
4: right, well, you guys are just coming off for of practice here today before you head to Abbotsford. I mean, from your eyes, what were you guys working on today? What are you telling the boys ahead of that game?
0: Kept it short, kept it sweet, and uh, tried to implement the same things that we've done in the last uh, three weeks. Uh, our systems are uh, details to what we do, and I think the guys are really sharp with that.
4: Yeah, and you guys are just coming off two overtime wins, huge games. Are you impressed by the fight that this team has had to come out with both those wins?
0: We got a lot of experience we went through it last year in that this might be the toughest battle we've had all year long with this team here. We knew it coming in. Uh, there's no easy steps. There's no easy battles. And uh, I can't foresee it being any different in the true.
4: Well, Dryden Hunt, four straight games with goals, two in the playoffs already. What has he added to this team?
0: Well, he's been really good in the locker room, but out on the ice, he's brought a lot of competitiveness along with skill. He scored some big goals for us and just another weapon for us. And, uh, you know, this time of year, you need guys to play heavy, and
2: he's done that for us.
4: Awesome. Well, thank you, and good luck, Wednesday. Thanks,
2: Don Knockbauer, assistant coach of the Calgary Wranglers, ahead of tonight's matchup against the Abbotsford Canucks. He had a couple of texts in on uh, score predictions. Uh, This one says 3-1, let's go Wranglers. And this one, Wranglers will put the Canucks to bed tonight. No OT needed in this one. 4-1 prediction for the good guys. And, uh, yeah, I think look well, you're in a driver's seat, no doubt, in a best-of-five series for uh, the Calgary Wranglers coming off those two wins at home. That's exactly how you set it up if you're the Wranglers. But anytime you get into a must-win situation against an opponent, you're looking to put them away as soon as possible. You don't want to extend this stay in Abbotsford any longer than you have to. Take it uh, to them tonight. Try to get out of there and get back to Calgary and get ready for round three as soon as possible. Pretty good series for the Wranglers. They're hoping for another long playoff run. They had uh, a good one last year, and with the prospects they have this year, obviously talking Pelche, Wolf, Zary, all these kind of guys, uh, only beneficial for them to continue a run like this uh, in the Calder Cup playoffs, and as long as they're going, we'll have coverage for you. You're on Sportsnet 960, the fan. Quick reminder again, uh, 8 p.m. tonight with Sandra Purcey on the call here on Sportsnet 960. The fan Taylor and Cam score predictions for tonight.
1: I'm gonna go. Let's go three-one. Good guys.
2: Wow, uh, Cam picking the Abbotsford Canucks tonight. That's really interesting. Yeah, big Canucks guy.
0: Figures.
1: Uh, of course, it's the Wranglers. Come on.
0: I'm
3: gonna go four-two Wranglers.
2: Four-two Wranglers. So no more OT. OT is done for hopefully. Can't have that. uh, We don't need that in our lives. No, no No more more OT. No more stress. (laughs) It's gonna be a late night, anyways, for the guys. Let's let's get them home early. We don't have to be spending too much time there. Let's uh, let's make sure they get out of here at a decent time. And uh, yeah, let's finish it up. We don't need to. We can head back to. We know they're gonna have home ice advantage against anybody else that they play. So just get back to Calgary. Get set. Have a nice little. Rest before you head into your next uh, playoff series, and that's all we need to worry about, right? Don't 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 make this any more difficult than it needs to be. Don't exactly. cam it up. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we say when things are too difficult. It's
1: a new phrase now. Yeah, pretty much. Cam it up. Yeah, you didn't know you didn't know that, but that's actually what we do. Well, thanks for thanks for filling me in on that
2: one. No, you're welcome. Uh, lots of other AHL action. A couple of people asking where you can watch the game. Uh, you will need an AHL TV subscription to do so. You can either head to uh, the AHL.com or the Wranglers website. They can get you uh, together for that. Uh, still plenty of uh, series going on across the uh, American Hockey League today. Uh, this Wednesday featuring seven games, including the Wranglers and the Abbotsford Canucks. So it should be a busy one. Looking forward to it. Tonight we will, uh, of course, again, bring you the coverage here on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Looking ahead to uh, tonight in the NHL, we'll uh, Brendan Escott from uh, 630 Ched in Edmonton uh, coming on in the second hour to chat all things Oilers and Golden Knights. Big game in that series to kick things off. We also have New Jersey and Carolina on at 5 o'clock, so looking forward to that series as well. What about last night? We talked about it a bit with Lou. JP. Joe Pavelski. Man on a mission coming back. I used to think he was just a Flames killer. Like, I thought that that's just what he did. He was one of those guys that always performs well against the Flames. It just turns out he's just that guy. He's got
1: that dog in him. He's
2: everywhere. He is everybody's worst nightmare. And coming off of the injury in that series against Minnesota, could have expected him to, you know, ease back into it. Nope. Just a four goal game. Casual. No big. Man, I tell you, Joel Pavelski. Thousand points in the NHL. Great playoff performer. I wouldn't mind seeing Joe Pavelski finally get a, a Stanley Cup.
1: I would definitely I that would cap off a very nice career for him, depending on where he goes after this. Right? And it's like it's one of those things where uh, like I'd be happy to see
2: Gio win a cup, but I, I kinda hate to see the Leafs win. You know, I know Russick was on that. On the mornings earlier this week, I'd like to see Geo win. He's one of those guys you cheer for, right? You don't really cheer at this point. It's not about cheering for teams almost. You're kind of cheering for individual players.
1: Yeah, you're, right? you're cheering for the stories and the memories that the players have brought along with them. You know, maybe not, maybe not Kachuk and Bennett if you're in Calgary. Probably too soon for that one.
2: But yeah. you know, like Taylor, you're a Habs fan, right? So you're not cheering. Don't have a team anymore, but there's probably a play like Jack Hughes, right? You want to see Jack Hughes win a Stanley Cup?
3: Why? Why is Jack Hughes your first thought here?
2: I don't know. It's just you—you uh, you mentioned Jack Hughes a lot, so I thought I would.
3: I've mentioned Jack Hughes once.
2: I mean, it's been more than once. Jack Hughes will get his. He'll be all right. Wouldn't you want to see Jack Hughes win a Stanley Cup, Taylor?
3: Um, I'm a little on the fence about the New Jersey Devils, just for uh, some personal reasons. Mm. But I. I'm kind of, the storyline I'm going with is the Kraken.
2: That was your pick. You did go, you're the only one out of our uh, Sportsnet Today picks to have uh, both your teams that you selected win last night. Me, Brody, and Cam all had the Leafs and Dallas, and both of them lost last night.
3: Off to a great start. So you're
2: feeling great, no doubt.
3: It was my pep talk that I gave them on Twitter. It must
2: have been that. Tagging everybody, better win. I'll find you really (laughs) aggressive, but I liked it. Uh, interesting note from head coach Pete DeBoer last night, uh, stars head coach, um, disappointed that his team couldn't pull out a victory despite Joe Pavelski's superhuman performance and, uh, hoping that they can get more of a team effort the rest of the way.
1: Yeah. Epic, epic, you know, uh, shame we wasted it, uh, and didn't win, you know, which, uh, you know, that's on uh, our group because, uh, you know, he more than did his part. You know, he tried to drag us uh, to a win here tonight. You know, just some uncharacteristic mistakes, you know, two face-off goals essentially uh, off missed assignments. Didn't play hard enough for long enough with enough detail in our game. And, you know, I think that's, that's what you get this time. It reminds me a little bit of game one against Minnesota. We, we turned it on late, you know, had some chances in overtime. Uh, but, you know, just uh, need a little bit more for a little bit longer.
2: Too bad we wasted it. Oof. Ouch. I kind of feel for him. I mean, he's not wrong.
1: I don't think there's any other way to put it. How often do you see a, a four-goal night, especially out of, you know, an older guy like Pavelski? The
2: oldest one you've never seen. it. That's the oldest one to ever do it. Yeah. I thought Dallas was okay, but just a little too loose. There's something about Seattle, man. Keep getting knocked down, never bothered.
1: It's the expectations, right? Same thing with Florida. They've they've got no expectations. They've made it through the first. That weight's gone. Now it's just, okay, how deep can we go, you know? Man, Pavelski. Pavelski. (laughs) Four
2: goals, plus three, six shots on goal, three blocks, one giveaway, one takeaway. One is face-offs twenty-nine of ice time. Just casual. Not bad. Pretty casual. So you must have been feeling good about your Florida pick last night. Leafs didn't look very good.
3: Uh, what can I say? Unbelievable.
2: We should have just copied your picks. You did win exactly. round one. Exactly. That was not the recipe for Toronto in game one. Now, the depth for Florida is going to be an issue in this because... Hey, Colin White and Eric Stahl and Zach Dalpe probably gonna need more than four minutes of ice time. If Daryl can grind ten at a luch some nights, we can <laughs> we can grind a little bit more there, boys. <laughs> four four nineteen for Zach Dolp. That's
1: all right. Okay, it's a really fun f- fun little stat for you, logo. Okay, I like stats. So we're looking back at last round, right? You want to know the record of uh the the teams who won game one of their series. Uh, Sure, I believe I know this, but yeah, sure. So Seattle wins their first game, so they get one. Uh, Minnesota beat Dallas, so they don't get in. Uh, Winnipeg beat Vegas game one, they didn't get in. LA beat Edmonton, they don't get in. Boston beats Florida, they don't get in. Tampa beats Toronto game one, they don't get in. Carolina wins, gets in. And then the Rangers win game one and two. Don't get in. So anything can happen. These game ones, they don't mean too much these days.
3: Whole new series. Whole new series. A lot of things can change.
2: Uh, two more game ones tonight. Devils, Hurricanes, Oilers, Golden Knights. Five o'clock start for New Jersey in Carolina. Expecting Freddie Anderson to get the start for the Hurricanes. Who else would you go to? Uh, but Akira Schmid, if you're the New Jersey Devils. Yeah, I hate when I say it like that. <laughs> like that uh And then, of course, Stuart Skinner v. Laurent Perssois, uh in goal for the Edmonton Oilers and the Vegas Golden Knights. Watch both of those games. For your viewing pleasure on the uh, Sportsnet television networks, uh, we'll be covering Wranglers hockey tonight, so we won't have either of those games on your radio. Uh, but you can tune in here. Uh, Sandra's uh, great call tonight of the Wranglers and the Canucks. We'll take a break. We'll come back on the other side. Uh, We'll dive into that series uh, for the Edmonton Oilers with Brandon Escott from 630 Ched up in Edmonton. Uh, What are the expectations for the Oilers heading into this series against Vegas? Uh, What are they going to need to do if they want to pump out a win and head to the Western Conference Final for the second straight season? And uh, we'll also hear from Stampeders head coach Dave Dickinson following Uh, the 2023 CFL draft last night and see how the uh, first-year GM is feeling after his first draft. Uh, We'll talk about that and more. Hour 2 coming up next here on Sportsnet 960, The Fan.